Good morning. This is Tom Clark, Papa Tom, with the Father's Heart. Good morning to my podcast listeners. I was trying to think of a name that I could use the people who listen to my podcasts, and I think the thought behind it would be the uh, children of God, maybe the friends of the Father, those who are desiring to know the Father's heart. Today we have a special uh, podcast. It's um, a discussion that uh, that the Father gave me this morning. I was asking him what he wanted me to speak to my listeners about, and he mentioned to me that uh, he wanted me to talk to them about the conversations that I have with him. He thought you would all be interested in uh, listening in on some of those conversations I've had over the years. So he told me to just to pick up two stories that uh, come from the past, uh, out of my past, and I might do this on more than one occasion. It's going to be entitled, when I bring it up, Conversations with God, Conversation Session 1 today. And in the future, when I do it again, it'll be Conversations with My Father. That's actually the title. It should be Conversations with My Father, Session 2 or 3 or 4. And so I'll put a, a number of them out there, and all the all of them will have be different. All of them have different stories. I uh, was listening to a song earlier today by Nicole Mullins. I want to play a few lines for for you, and listen carefully because the one in particular that I really enjoyed was uh, the one that she sang, Nicole Mullins, where she sang "My Redeemer Lives." And the particular line that always strikes out at me is that she's talking about her Redeemer and she uses in the line or expresses herself. She says, I know he lives because I, he talked to me this morning. And that's actually the basis of this podcast today. I want to tell you the conversations I have with my father in the morning. But here is Nicole Mullins.
I spoke with him this morning. Well, isn't that great? I spoke with him this morning. And that's what these conversations out of the Father's heart will be. If Nicole Mullins ever listens to this podcast, I hope that she gets in touch with me because I'd love to interview her for a podcast along with the guest speakers from Patriot Arise, which are arranging some meetings with uh, Dr. Laura Sanger and uh, also Alan and Francine Fosdick and Dr. Paul Williams, for three of them for sure. Okay, uh, as well as other ones. So in speaking of conversation this morning, the first conversation I want to share with you is a conversation I had this morning, which in which my dad, Abba, I was asking what did he wanted me to talk about, and he says, share with your audience conversations that you and I have had and tell them the stories about the true stories that have had over the years. So that's what I'm going to do. The first story I want to relate was um, one many years ago, actually, early in my Christian walk, where I um, was uh, supporting, serving a um, prophet and evangelist named Rod Enzer, and he would... Um, go out. Most of we would go out Friday night or Saturday night. Actually, we're in a Messianic Jewish congregation and uh, he would minister and he wouldn't eat dinner before that. So he would eat dinner later in the evenings and we often would go to one of those all night diners and it'd be there about 11 o'clock or midnight. And uh, he would have his dinner after the meeting. So I'm there one time alone with him after the meeting and I have order a glass of wine. And he says to me, uh, Tom, he said, you know, you really shouldn't be drinking that. I said, why not? He says, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. And I said, uh, why not? Then he said, because it's uh, a not, one, is not a good witness. And, and two, is because of the calling that God has on your life. So I blew him off because I thought there was nothing wrong with drinking alcohol. And, uh, you know, what did he know after all? Like, even though he was a prophet, he didn't seem to, didn't seem to resonate with me. So the next morning, uh, I dropped them off and I went home and the next morning I was taking a shower. And I'm in the shower and God speaks to me. It's a conversation with the Lord. And he said, at this time I didn't, wasn't sure whether it was God or with Jesus, but 
it didn't matter to me at that point. And I'm in the shower and the Lord speaks to me and says, Tom, he says, do you take me seriously? And now I didn't hear an audible voice, just to be clear. It was just a thought impression that came into my mind. Did you take, and I said, yes, Lord, I, I, I do take you seriously. And so then he asked me, he said, uh, I want you to stop drinking alcohol. And I argued with the Lord and I said, well, it doesn't say in your word that alcohol is sin. And the voice spoke back to me and said, I didn't say it was sin. And I said, well, uh, Paul told Timothy to take a little wine for your stomach. And it's, it's actually good for you to drink wine. And uh, he said to me, I didn't say it wasn't good for you. So I said to the Lord, if it's not sin, and it's, it's not, it's, it is good for me, or it's not bad for me, at least, then why do you want me not to drink? And he said, because for the sake of the people I put in your life. And immediately I had a flash in my mind that my wife was an alcoholic and that my father was an alcoholic. And the voice spoke to me, he said, because of the sake of the people I put in your life, your wife, your father, and even for your children, I want you not to drink. So I said, that's good enough for me. So I left the shower. I put all the alcohol that I had in the house on the kitchen table, and I just threw it out. And other than an occasional sip on a champagne at a wedding, I haven't had alcohol for the rest of the life. That was 35 years ago. Well, more, slightly more. So that was the first story I'd like to relate to the audience. And I want to relate that because I want to share with you that God is very relatable. He, he it wants to interact with us as children. And he's very open to conversations with us if we're willing to open ourselves up to listen to him. And, and it's not a matter of striving or trying, trying hard to listen. It's just a matter of being open to it, just being willing and, and understand that it's possible. And I know a lot of people have difficulties uh, hearing from the Lord. And they've shared with me over the years it is difficult to hear from the Lord. And for some reason, I've never found it difficult to hear from the Lord. I mean, I know there's a scripture that says you have to believe that he exists and he's a rewarder of those who seek him. So it is important to seek him uh, in your heart of hearts to seek him. But he so very much wants to talk to us. I'll relate another uh, story to you about speaking to me. And this is a revelation that the Lord actually gave me. But it's fun, actually, to listen to the things that God speaks to us and reveals things to us. I'm going back in these stories in session number one a number of years ago. And as I give these sessions, I'll give you more up-to-date uh, downloads and, and interactions and conversations. Well, this is a conversation, again, many years ago when I was an early believer. Uh, these two conversations back to me were early in my Christian life. And, and for those of you who are listening who... Uh, want to start somewhere, this is a great place to start. So um, I was reading the scripture one day, and it, I was reading in the 21st chapter of John. And it says in the 21st chapter of John, there's a story of, of Jesus after he was resurrected. Uh, the disciples were in Galilee, and they're fishing, and they're not catching anything. And it's early in the morning, and they haven't caught anything all night long. And there's a man on the beach, uh, with a fire and he's cooking some fish 
and he yells out to them, tells them to throw the net on the side of the boat, just like Jesus did many years before, several years before, when he originally spoke to Peter. So the uh, disciples look at each other, and one of them says, it's the Lord. So they cast the net on the side of the boat up in Galilee, and uh, sure enough, they pull in fish, a whole boatload of fish, a whole boatload of large fish. But to be absolutely exact, it says 153 large fish. So I was saying, why? I, why is the number 153 in there? I've listened to um, many people talk, and it was just resonating inside me that God does not miss a word. Every single word of Scripture is important. Every single number is important. So what's the significance of 153? And I was pondering it for, oh, probably about two or three weeks, at least two weeks. And um, at the time, uh, my wife and I were attending a Messianic Jewish congregation. And I remember attending one, going to one of their homes. And uh, it was Friday night, so it was a Shabbat night. I don't know if we were having Shabbat dinner or just having dinner. But I had to go to the bathroom and this Jewish person's house, Messianic Jewish person's house. So I went to the bathroom, and I closed the door, locked the door, and I'm sitting on the throne, and I look across, and there's a bookcase. And in the bookcase, this Jewish person's home, there's this big, colorful book about Israel. And it's a secular book. It's a, it's a book about the pictures of Israel and all these different scenes from Israel. And so I pick up the book on the throne. I'm looking at it. I open up the the cover, front cover of it, and it says right there, it says, um, why shouldn't Israel have every right to be a sovereign nation along with the other 152 sovereign nations in the world? And boom, it hit me like an, I was just knocked over. 152 sovereign nations and then 150, Israel's the, the 153rd, and the Lord spoke to me again and said, you wanted to know the answer to the 153 large fish that Jesus spoke about 2,000 years ago? It had to do with 153 nations being caught. So what the fishermen were fishing for, they weren't just fish being fishers of men. They were being fishers fishermen of nations, 153 sovereign nations. So I quickly looked to the front of the book to see when it was published. And you know what year it was published in? 1967. And guess what? We all know that Israel became a nation in 1943. But it was in 1967, of the Seven-Day War, that... Uh, Israel took over control of not just the nation of Israel, but the city of Jerusalem. For it says in the scripture that Jerusalem will be trampled down by the Gentiles, in other words, under the authority of the Gentiles, until the age of the Gentiles would be fulfilled. Well, guess what? The age of the Gentiles was fulfilled in 1967. At least that's what the Lord was showing me through what he was revealing to me. So I was ecstatic, and I couldn't believe this new revelation I had as a fairly new believer at this time. And uh, I was just reveling in the glory, if you will, of knowing that it was 153 sovereign nations, that God spoke to me after 2,000 years, that he, he prophesied this 2,000 years before it happened, that it wasn't just 
fishing fishermen of men. It was a fisherman of nations because he called us not just to disciple people, but to disciple nations, discipling the nations and catching the 153 of them in the net. Now, I realize today there's more than 153 sovereign nations, but in 1967, there was only 153 sovereign nations. So I'm all ecstatic about this. And I took a trip to visit my father in the Lord, our brother Robert Ewing, down in Waco, Texas. And I was so happy that I was looking forward to sharing with Brother Robert um, my conversation with God and my, this revelation about 153. I thought I'd blow him away with 153 uh, revelation. And so as soon as I get down there, we're talking about it. I said, Brother Robert, Brother Robert, I have something new to tell you that God spoke to me. I said, what is this, Tom? He said, uh, he says, so tell me what it is. I said, it has numbers involved. He says, I like numbers. He said, God always speak to me in patterns. Uh, patterns like 3, uh, 9, 12, 10, 40, all these different numbers created patterns. So he said, well, I have this new revelation about, uh, and I explained to him about the 153 large fish. So instead of being surprised, Brother Robert says to me, that's good, Tom. He said, I'll put that in my 153 file. And I looked at him and said, your 153 file? He said, oh, yeah, 153. Uh, is mentioned several times in the scripture. I said, it is? He said, yeah. I said, okay, well, sometime we'll have to study what that was. By the way, I never studied the other places it's there. Uh, that would be something I should pick up at this point. But I was absolutely flabbergasted that he had 153 file. I said, well, tell me what you know about 153 then. So Brother Robert shares me 153 is a unique number. It's the addition of 12 squared plus 3 squared. 12 squared is 144, and 3 squared is 9. So 144 plus 9 is 153. I said, wow. I said, what does all that mean? And he says, I haven't figured it out yet. But I know there's two patterns. There's one pattern of 12 and one pattern of 9, and they mean something scripturally. And then there's also another pattern to develop because the 12 is squared or the 9 is squared. So anybody listening to this podcast who understands that combination feel free to contact me because I'd love to know what that is. So uh, this is uh, uh, thoughts that uh, I've been receiving. Uh, that was those are two of them stories from earlier in my, my life uh, with the Lord, my walk with the Lord. And uh, since the last eight or nine years, I've actually been receiving many more little instances, but those are two big ones. One having to do with uh, drinking alcohol, which it was a significant turning point in my life. So that was a big one. And the second one was uh, a revelation about Israel and the world and uh, the number 153. That was something that I felt was significant. And I, I haven't, though that happened again more than 30 years ago, I haven't fully realized the impact of that. But I'm sensing that what's going on in the world today uh, more revelations about um, that particular uh, conversation will become will be forthcoming. So I uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I believe that you would be in, enjoying these conversations. I want to be so encouraging to you because conversations with the Father is pressing into the heart of God. And with all the world trying to beat on us, by making us fearful of the COVID vac of the COVID itself, COVID vaccine, COVID two, COVID three, 
all these different uh, things that are bombarding us, everything that's happening in our the United States right now, uh, politically speaking, in all of these different ways, uh, it's really important that we press into the heart of God. The other scripture that the Lord has been impressing upon me is uh, Romans 8.28. Uh, in that particular scripture, it's dealing with the um, the revelation of the sons of God, and where it says in Romans, are we going to get there? Eight twenty-eight has to do with the revelation of the sons of God, and these are people that do talk with the Father. So I would encourage you. Here we go. And he who searches out hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. And we know that in all things God works for the good for those who love him, who have been called according to his purposeless. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many, and those he predestined he also called, those he called, he also justified. So later on, where are we in there? Yes. Um, here we go. It's actually verse 22. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. I do believe we were in the third trimester of that. Not only so, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption of sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we have we were saved. Thank you, Lord, that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Well, we want to thank you for listening today and uh, appreciate it. Uh, don't forget to listen to our theme song, You Are Mine, from Isaiah 43.1 uh, by Nate Utley. I called you by name. And you can see us at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash the Father's Heart. I am interested in people who want to um, connect with me and support the distribution. I don't need the support personally. I create all this media I'm looking for uh, the distribution support to get all the media that God's given me to create as far and as wide as distribution as possible. Thank you, and God bless.